The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus said to his disciples, I tell you, unless your righteousness surpasses that of the scribes and Pharisees, you will not enter into the kingdom of heaven. You have heard that it was said to your ancestors, you shall not kill, and whoever kills will be liable to judgment. But I say to you, whoever is angry with his brother will be liable to judgment, and whoever says to his brother Raka will be answerable to the Sanhedrin, and whoever says you fool will be liable to the fiery Kiena. Therefore, if you bring your gift to the altar, and there recall that your brother has anything against you, leave your gift there at the altar, Go first and be reconciled with your brother, and then come and offer your gift. Settle with your opponent quickly while on the way to court. Otherwise, your opponent will hand you over to the judge, and the judge will hand you over to the guard, and you'll be thrown into prison. Amen, I say to you, you will not be released until you have paid the last penny. The Gospel of the Lord. Good morning. Well, in our first reading, you can't miss the tone because uh, virtue or virtuous shows up six times. So uh, that gets our attention. And I think with this, as we've completed the first week of Lent, um, we start to think about uh, our journey towards the end of Lent, and especially with fasting, or even if we've only added things, uh, your passions and desires are still maybe creeping up and saying, hey, wait a minute, uh, what's going on here? We're out of our normal routine. And so it reminds us of the virtues and what we're trying to accomplish in Lent. Um, especially in uh, our first reading when uh, um, God says, is it your ways that are unfair? (laughs) You know, he's really saying, it is your ways. It's not my ways, it's your ways. And I was reminded of uh, Proverb 21 that says, all your ways seem straight in your own eyes, but God measures the heart. And at this time, this after just one week of Lent, you know, sometimes we think, well, maybe, you know, uh, and you potentially deviate. And it's not the time. It's not the time at this point. We keep persevering. So I've really thought about this uh, kind of a timeline of what happens in Lent and uh, with virtues. And I was thinking of really temperance that trying to get under control our passions and desires, those physical things that our body screams for, temperance really is kind of at the first stage of what happens during Lent. Then it seems like we're really getting into, as we approach the end, middle and end, really striving for prudence. Prudence is right seeing so that you can take the right action. And temperance is really that element that kind of gets rid of those voices that are really self-serving, 
that are focused back at ourself. And we're trying to strive for that right seeing to take the right action. At the end, I really thought of, not necessarily the virtue, but the quality of meekness, to be meek. Uh, you've probably heard that that Greek word for meek really comes from the word pros, which means strength under control. It was a, a word that was used for war horses that were powerful, but they yielded to the control of the rider, and they could do amazing things. Strength, power, under control. It's not just our control, but it's the Lord's control through us, us doing the Lord's will. Meekness. That's what meek is, power under control. We're trying to harness those things in temperance. We're trying to see rightly, and we're trying to allow the Lord to work through us at the end of Lent. That's, that's really our goal. Um, there was another uh, word that uh, I've learned just recently, and uh, uh, when you think about our gospel reading, uh, you know, we've got the judge, and we've got the guard, and we're going to court. At the root of all that is truth. That's what we're really striving for, really, our whole life. What is the truth? Jesus says to uh, or Pilate says to Jesus, you know, what is the truth? And really, Jesus is saying, I'm the truth. I'm the truth. Well, the Greek word is aletheia. And I, I, I guess I've known that, but I didn't really understand a definition of that, is not forgetfulness. Not forgetfulness. Truth is not forgetfulness. And doesn't that make sense? We're always forgetting God. Lent is a time for getting back in touch and remembering what's in us, not forgetting what's already here in us and listening. We're trying to reconnect with the truth that's in us. And when we think about uh, prayers, alms, and fasting. Really, prayer, we're trying to get to a point where we're not forgetting God. We're trying to reconnect our connection with, with God. We're not forgetting God through prayer. Through alms, we're, not, we're trying to not forget our neighbor because we forget them all the time because we're self-focused. So we're trying to not forget our neighbor. And in fasting, it just reminds us of how we get in our own way. It's ourselves. We're our own worst enemy. And fasting helps reminding us to not forget God and our neighbor. Uh, the, the final point that uh, uh, I think really comes out of that is that Lent is a whole process that we have to re commit ourselves constantly. No matter what happens, if you, uh, you've, you've already broken your, you know, whatever you're doing, you've kind of fallen through, this is the time to re-engage. 
because it's really at the end point that we're trying to get to. It's the power of reconnecting and not forgetting the truth at the end of Lent so that we're prepared to receive that at Easter.